Welcome to another edition of the Hangout Podcast. This is your host, Juan Hernandez. Today, I'm joined by my co-host, Randy Canales. Randy, how's it going? What's up, guys? I'm doing good, man. How are you? Pretty good. So today, we're doing another Facebook Live edition of uh, the Hangout Podcast. For all the people out there on Facebook land or whatever you want to call it, Facebook world, uh-huh. uh, I threw out this post maybe about a couple times in the last uh, couple couple of days regarding what we were going to what we were going to cover for this episode of course you know we can always talk about other things other than just what we're going to specifically talk about today so today um we're breaking down the very coveted the very much talked about conor mcgregor uh floyd mayweather fight coming up in just a couple of a uh, couple weeks actually yeah, yeah. When is it? When when is actual, when's the actual fight going to be? Isn't it uh in August or September? It's in August, I believe. It's the twenty sixth, August twenty sixth. August twenty sixth. So we're no more than maybe a little more than a month away. <clears throat> yeah. From this fight actually happening, and I really wanted to break down this fight uh, just before we get into kind of the the body of the podcast. Yeah. Um, we're actually here today recording on location in one of your uh one of the new offices downtown that they just renovated uh not too long ago yeah 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 they just opened up this this new space here uh i want to say about a year ago maybe a little bit more about a year or so um well it's nice man it's a nice nice real nice office um it's like uh it's an old building but like the interior it's really nice they remodeled everything um hopefully uh be getting here a, a private office in here soon but I currently have a, a co-working membership here which is pretty cool but uh but yeah man i like it i like it a lot man I just, i've only been here for a week but i feel like way more productive so um been liking it so far it's a cool little setup man just looking around there's like nobody here maybe just one or two people are here right now but there's really mm-hmm. literally, literally nobody here yeah well it's after hours i mean it's what time is it 8 8 15 p.m so and some Mondays, everybody's everybody's already already home, but everybody's uh, slaving away, <laughs> slaving away. <laughs> so it's a cool little setup, man. It actually given given me a good idea to think about. Yeah, actually put some thought into this. Yeah, but uh, it's a cool little setup. Uh, I was driving in on the way over here. Um, I remembered that the WWE was in town mm-hmm. for Monday Night Raw tonight, mm-hmm. and it just completely went past my mind. As to the fact that they were going to be here today. So if I would have known, I probably would have, you know, saved a little money and gone to check it out. Yeah. Who's, man, I don't even watch WWE anymore. Who's uh, who's fighting tonight, do you know? You know, I have no idea. They had this event. They had this event last night um, in Dallas. Uh-huh. And usually I just watch, like, the main pay-per-views on yeah. the network. But last night I ended up going to go watch uh, Megadeth in concert at the Revenge Music Center, mm-hmm. so I really didn't wasn't able to catch it live mm-hmm. on uh, on the network. So I woke up today and just started re- watching the replay. Mm. And just you still have it's not that many not that many old wrestlers uh, to to pick from nowadays. I know you still have Rock Lesnar running around doing his thing, uh, but most of these guys are new guys. Yeah. That have been around for quite a while now. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it's always fun. I've gone, I usually go maybe to one or two events um, whenever they come through town. 
it's yeah. a lot of fun to go watch live granted that it's not real yeah everything's already predetermined but you you have a good time yeah yeah when was the last time you went to go watch uh wrestling live live yeah, oh live. man <clears throat> well i, I kind of got out of it um maybe uh i would say like towards the end of my towards the end of middle school <laughs> when i st- when i kind of stopped watching it but uh the last like live uh wwe i was about to say wwf same thing right uh yeah, the last I mean, time the, same shit. the last time i went to a live event was actually uh, a few days after september 11th 2001 so so there were i remember um, that yeah. yeah so so september or um so so the wwe they had a they had, they had an event uh, i think it was a uh, smackdown uh scheduled for uh september 11th 2001 and of course as we all know that was the day the twin towers went down so um man it was uh it was crazy you know they they canceled it um they canceled the uh the the fight or the smackdown live event uh, which was on a Tuesday. I remember. I remember September 11th happening on a Tuesday, and because uh, SmackDown, what they back then, I don't know about now, but back then they used to record on on a Tuesday, and then edit stuff, and then air it on TV on Thursdays, uh, Thursday night SmackDown. Um, but uh, but yeah, man, it was it was it was pretty crazy. Um, you know, they canceled it. Of course, uh, you know, September 11th happened, so all major events stuff had had been canceled. But um, it was uh it was pretty insane and then they they actually had a live uh smackdown on thursday which was just two days after september 11th happened back in 2001 so uh so so they they i think i want to say it was like the first major live events that happened um immediately after september 11th happened uh which is here in houston it was Uh, because i think i'm probably read something about this maybe in the last couple weeks yeah that it was actually the the first like the first major major um, event happening in the in the country yeah as far as any other baseball games or football games yeah yeah everything was everything was canceled and uh this was this was like the first major event uh in the, in the whole country from um from after september 11th happened which is only it was only two days prior to uh or it was it was supposed to air that day but you know september 11th happened so they canceled it and then on thursdays when they had it live so they had a live smackdown event and basically the whole smackdown event they had they paid tribute to like you know what had happened and stuff like that of course they had the fights too but it was it was crazy man it was like it was a weird vibe back then um i don't remember a whole lot because i was still pretty young i think i was in the fourth grade when september 11th happened um but uh but yeah man it was was crazy it was crazy um you know it was it was definitely a, a a different vibe because of the whole september 11th thing happening everyone felt I feel like I felt everybody felt united at that time, you know, like everyone felt like as, as one, nobody was like against each other. Um, at least, you know, here locally or, or, or in the U S everyone's like, you know, standing for, for, for our country and stuff. But, uh, what was, you're saying is that everybody wanted to go to war at that point. <laughs> yeah. Well, everybody wanted to go with, go to war with the terrorists. At the yeah, time, exactly. Which, which is what we did, which is kind of, <laughs> and I know we're, we're kind of going on off on a tangent here, yeah. but I mean, it's, uh, that, that's, the. Uh, who's producing this thing you know i'm the one taking charge over here so we can talk about whatever we want yeah but it's kind of kind of going back to everybody standing up for for this country it kind of it i really don't take these things to heart but when it comes to things like that as far as defending the country and um you know standing up for you know what you believe Mm. it kind of i don't want to say it bothers me too much but it kind of I guess you could say it kind of does bother me when people say, you know, we didn't have to go to war at that point. Yeah. So what you're willing to tell me is that 
you at that point didn't feel like that. I'm not just yeah. saying, you know, people in particular. I'm just saying people that say that. Oh, we didn't have to go to war. The war was a waste of time. Not necessarily in during that time period. I mean, you could say the mm-hmm. same thing about the First World War, World War Two, the Vietnam War, the Korean War. Yeah. Um, the war in Iraq. Yeah. We didn't have to go to war. Yeah. I'm really not so sure about that. You know, I, yeah. I generally don't speak out on those things because, you know, I have my own personal beliefs as far as war and politics and stuff like that. But at, during that time, you know, everybody was coming together, you know, to help each other out. You see the famous images of they're even in textbooks now mm-hmm. of the firefighters pulling up, uh, pulling down the American flags and mm-hmm. you know, just trying to pull people from the rubble. Yeah, I mean it was a scary time. I I remember a lot of a lot of that uh, from that day very vividly. Looking back now, yeah, just being in school and actually seeing that on on the TV, uh, just trying to make sense of what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember that day too. Yeah, and it was it was scary because then you started hearing that you know the borders were being closed, and I would hear. Uh, the fighter jets flying around at night. I don't know if you heard any, but mm. I remember going to sleep that I night. That, and yeah. Hearing those zoom past my house, I was like, "Damn, like, damn, this is this is scary." Yeah. For people that I mean, most people watching this, listening to this right now, I'm sure most of you guys remember 9/11. Unless you were born around that time, or maybe a couple years prior, mm-hmm. you were too young to remember. But I think most of us, yeah, remember what happened that day yeah. and that week from now, and that really changed the course of history oh yeah I, oh for sure man um so ironically speaking about smackdown and raw i actually just got an email from from toyota center they have some pre-sale tickets uh starting going on sale tonight for for raw and smackdown here in houston in november november 20th 21st oh i think that's that weekend of um i think survivor series is happening that weekend oh yeah so i'm gonna try to go I think to that's that. what it says here yeah, yeah. usually I'll, they always come back uh they come like at least two three times a year they, they come that often Wow, I didn't know they yeah. come here that often. Sometimes they do live events. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've seen them twice in one year. I think yeah. This was last year. Hmm. So they, they come around pretty pretty often. It's just a matter of, you know, logistics of trying to, you know, see yeah. if you can go or not. Yeah, Ticket yeah. prices aren't. They're pretty decent, but, you know, you were, I want to get good seats. I want to have a good time. So yeah. I'm willing to spend that money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but, I mean, it's a, it's a great location, you know, kind mm-hmm. of where you're stationed at right now yeah so it's uh moving forward hopefully we can try to you know get together and maybe come to some type of a mutual agreement as to you know building a little studio together or, or whatnot it's just you know playing it by ear and you know don't want to jump to gun the gun too early yeah yeah <clears throat> thanks yeah. to all the people that are tuning in right now on facebook i only have one person well actually two people that tuned in earlier mm-hmm. i see uh brian's tuned in right now so if you guys on Facebook have any questions or concerns and want to add your little comments to this breakdown, feel free to do so. But man, I want to jump right into right into breaking down this fight. I mean, this fight is something that was talked about for a long time, something that was toyed about for a long time. And it's something that, you know, deep down inside I knew it was going to happen eventually. Cuz there's only one it's only it's only like a once in a lifetime type of thing. Yeah. I mean, how often can you say that a UFC fighter is going to go head to head with a with a a boxing legend? Well, yeah. I mean, not necessarily 
making Mayweather a legend of that matter. But, I mean, you had it in the past where you had boxers going into the UFC and actually trying to fight in the UFC. I think the last time they did that was, um, I think it was James Tony and Randy Couture. Mm-hmm. I mean, Randy Couture just mopped the floor with the guy. He took him down and just was just on top of him for the rest of the fight. Yeah. And made him tap. Yeah. So when you have a guy like McGregor and fighting a guy like Mayweather, it's, uh, I've, I'm sure you've heard, I don't know if you've listened to any interviews since the news broke out or any mm-hmm. fight breakdowns or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But most, from what I hear from most people, most people are saying that you know McGregor has no chance of of actually going toe-to-toe with Mayweather. Yeah. What do you think about that? Say, say that again? About McGregor actually having a shot, you know, actually oh, going to distance, <laughs> actually knocking out Mayweather. I mean, yeah. is there... Your thoughts on this? Uh, Well, I mean, dude, Mayweather's... He has a sick record, man. I'm looking... I pulled it up right now. He's, he's 49-0, 26 knockouts. Pull, pull that up, Randy, real quick. Yeah, <laughs> pull that up. <laughs> Yeah, so he, uh, yeah, I mean, he's Mayweather's forty nine and 0, 26 knockouts. Um, McGregor, he's you know he's twenty one and three with eighteen knockouts. Um, their stats are pretty similar as far as like he's you know Mayweather's five eight, uh, Conor McGregor's five nine. Uh, they both weigh the exact same at one hundred fifty four pounds, so that's pretty interesting. Um, so I, I think uh, man, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a good fight, dude. But I think I don't know, man. I, I don't think I don't think McGregor's gonna win. I mean, like you just look at Floyd's track record and. Um, you know, he's, he's a professional boxer and, and McGraw, you know, McGregor, he's, he's a professional MMA fighter. Um, but I just think, uh, I just think Mayweather has, has the upper edge, you know, he's, he's quick. I think McGregor's going to probably get real frustrated, you know, not being able to land that many, uh, punches on him. And, uh, I know I'll be, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, McGregor just gets frustrated and just starts like kicking him and stuff, <laughs> start going to MMA, put him in, put him in a chokehold. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah man i know uh i i really don't i mean i really don't think he's gonna win i i i'll be surprised if he does but it'll be interesting it'll, it'll definitely be a really interesting fight to uh to watch because I'm, I'm excited for it so we'll see how it is um supposedly from what i'm reading here uh he uh mayweather's supposed to earn about 150 million on this fight and mcgregor's gonna earn about 100 million on the fight and that's just you know estimating or so but that's insane, dude. You're talking about $250 million between two fighters. I mean, that's that's a lot of money, dude. That's a lot of money. So, in, look, in looking at their track record, um, of course, you have Mayweather being a full-fledged boxing veteran at this point oh, with yeah. a 49-0 record. Oh, yeah. And then you look at McGregor being a full-fledged mixed martial artist. I mean, veteran in his own right, maybe when he decides to retire. But I mean, as far as comparing the two and and pitting them in a in a full fledged boxing match, mm-hmm. I'm from day one. I've always said that Mayweather's gonna he's gonna win this fight. Yeah. As far as him going the distance with McGregor or actually McGregor pulling out some stops, uh, actually knocking him down, winning some rounds, I don't know, man. I've heard I've heard Brendan Schaub, you know. He is willing to bet money that McGregor's gonna go the distance and win rounds against Mayweather. You know that's all fine, and when it's all when it's all said and done, I mean it's 
great to have an opinion. Nothing against Brendan Schaub. I love Brendan Schaub. I mean, he's very well versed in the in the MMA world, and he's a big time boxing fan as much as I am. But when you're when you're talking about people going people going toe to toe with each other, that's you're just pitting one world against the other. Yeah, it's like UFC against boxing. That's and if it's like a straight up if it's like a straight up boxing fight, then I mean, it's very clear to me that Mayweather's the, I mean, he's the, he's the veteran here. Yeah. I mean, I give McGregor, if, if it were me taking up the fight, I'd probably take it too, just to, you know, get the money. <clears throat> yeah. But that takes a lot of, that takes a lot of balls, dude. Yeah. To get in the ring with a veteran like that. That's like me going up to Mike Tyson and saying, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to fight Mike Tyson for this much money. I'm a jujitsu black belt. Yeah. What have you. It's just don't, those two worlds don't just mesh. You hear uh, Dana White, he offered Mayweather $25 million to hold the fight during a UFC event. I think he turned. I think Mayweather turned it, turned it down. But uh, but yeah, Dana White he openly offered Mayweather twenty five million dollars just to host a fight during a UFC event. So like um, a like a legit UFC card. I don't think it'll be a legit UFC card. I think it'll still be um, a a straight boxing card. From I mean that's what I would assume. Um, I don't think I don't think Mayweather wouldn't would I don't think May, Mayweather would uh, go with a you know full MMA card. Um, I mean like a full MMA fight between him and Mayweather. Um, oh, you, but uh, but you're, you're saying like an actual, like have the fight like an actual like on a fight night like UFC fight night or yeah like 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 during a UFC paper the uh, May not Mayweather uh, Dana White he 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 offered Mayweather twenty five million to to host that main event oh okay. uh, during a UFC paper yeah. paper view event as okay. as the headliner event but okay. I would I would assume that that would be the only fight that that would be a straight boxing fight not a not a not, yeah, an not, MMA, not fight. An MMA fight, yeah. Okay. So uh, I don't I don't know if I mean I'm guessing he turned it down, but damn, twenty five million dollars. Well, compared to the hundred million that he's probably going to get from mm-hmm. from Showtime. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sure he will get um, you know more money. I'm sure Dana White probably, probably pay him twenty five million, and then he'll probably earn a percentage off of the pay per view sales or something. I don't know. I have no idea, but. Um, but damn, that would—I mean, that would have been awesome. I think that would, that probably would have been cooler just to have that fight under a UFC card instead of just having it like on a you know like an H, like an HBO boxing or whatever it's going to be on pay per view. But um, but damn, yeah, twenty five million dollars, dude. But but yeah, you're right. He's going to be making one by one fifty, one hundred fifty million or so. So okay, now that now that you you talked about uh, <coughs> you were talking about uh, the track record from these guys, uh-huh. pull up uh, pull up Mayweather's. Uh, professional record first just to kind of go through it real quick his and record we can go to we can go through a mcgregor's like the people he's actually fought oh, okay yeah, yeah yeah let's look it up here i can't remember the last person he fought was uh and it wasn't pacquiao it was this other guy that he fought it must may, may have been pacquiao the last fight that he had speaking of pacquiao i heard that pacquiao fight the one just happened was, was a, fixed was yeah. a huge disappointment and was fixed yeah I actually skipped over watching that fight. Um, yeah, I did it was too. On, on ESPN. Yeah, I mean it was just a straight robbery from here. If you th- if you think that Manny Pacquiao actually lost that fight, please lose my number. <laughs> so what does it say on there? 
uh looks like his last fight was back in september september 2015 wow it's been that long andre uh andre berto never heard of him before was at the uh the mgn grand las vegas <coughs> oh yeah he fought he fought manny pacquiao back in uh was this may uh 2015 dang I don't know. It's been that long since he fought, so it's it's been uh, it's been almost two years since his last fight. Yeah, so a lot of people are saying that you know it's been so long since he's fought. He's getting older. Yeah, um, he's not the Mayweather he used to be, but I mean he is Mayweather. Oh, good people actually just left. So I think it's just us. Yeah, it's just us left here at the office. Left here at the office, so that's good. It's kind of kind of awkward to have people around you while you're doing something <laughs> while you're recording. Like yeah, I just kind of have a strange feeling about that. They're eavesdropping into your conversation. It's really <laughs> nothing to. I mean, people are, people are going to listen to this on, on online anyways. Yeah, so it's really no big deal. But going through the people that man, uh, Mayweather fought in the past, you look at people like uh, Pacquiao, mm. which a fight that should have happened years ago when they were both in their prime. Um, you look at a guy, I guess you could say Canelo, but I mean, Canelo really was, he was about 21 when he fought Mayweather. Yeah. So Mayweather really schooled him there. You look at a guy like Marcos Maidana, where he who he fought twice, in which I thought you know he had Mayweather's number right then and there because I mean he really brought it to Mayweather. Yeah. He just, I mean from the from the jump he just brutalized him. Yeah. I thought Mayweather was gonna was gonna lose, but I mean he was able to pull through the last couple rounds. Yeah. Championship rounds. You look at a guy like um, who else has Mayweather fought? That I'm forgetting. Um, uh, I mentioned the key players: Pacquiao, Canelo, Marcos Maidana. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say he fought. Do, 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 do. Uh, let me go back. Let's see here. Miguel Cotto. Yeah. Shane Mosley. <clears throat> Juan Manuel Marquez. I mean, these are Oscar all De La Hoya. De La Hoya. Like, how yeah. can you forget about that? I can't believe I'm forgetting about that right now. If you actually go back and look at that fight, I actually think De La Hoya won. I just, and I'm not just saying that because you know I'm back in De La Hoya 100. Mm-hmm. percent But it's very clear to me that De La Hoya won the match. Yeah. But yeah, you look at Miguel Cotto, Shane Mosley, De La Hoya, Juan Manuel Marquez. Uh, who else? Mm-hmm. Probably some unknown names. Oh yeah, there's a lot of unknown names here. At least uh, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not I don't know a whole lot about well, boxing, so. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay, so we're looking at Mayweather's track record right now. I mean, very impressive for to be 49 and 0, and to reach this level of you know, fame and fortune. That's just unbelievable. Yeah. I know a lot of people dog on him, you know, fuck Mayweather and uh, fuck the money team, whatever. <laughs> I mean, I personally, I personally, I respect the guy. You know, I like what he's done for himself. He's actually gone the smart, given the fact that he, I think he owes money to the IRS, which just <laughs> came out today. I was just reading an article on the, yeah. about that. Yeah, he about Floyd Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather is trying to make like an agreement with the IRS um, <clears throat> to to avoid paying any taxes because it says on here that he uh, <clears throat> he still owes taxes from 2015 so and um, wow that, I thought that was from last year no from 2015 and sure. uh, 
and uh, he uh, <clears throat> he made some kind of court petition that will allow him to uh, to not have to pay until after his fight. So after he makes like 150 million dollars from the fight, or whatever, <clears throat> he's going to use some of that money to uh, to pay off you know what his 2015 tax liability, and then he still has to pay off the money that he makes from from the actual fight itself. So uh, I mean, he's going to be paying off a lot of money to the IRS. But goddamn it, can you can you imagine how much money? Let's say here, I'm trying to, <clears throat> back in 2015, his fight with uh, Manny Pacquiao, Man, he, uh, Mayweather made $220 million. Holy shit. He made $220 million from his fight with Manny Pacquiao in 2015. So can you imagine what kind of taxes he paid on $220 million? I mean, so he, he could have just easily rode off into the sunset and been like, you know what? This is it. I'm, I mean, he even really retired. Well, well, he had one more fight after that. I mean, he could just—he could have just. I mean, he was pretty much set for life then. I don't know. I don't. I still don't understand how you let it get to that level. I guess you know, with that level of fame and fortune, mm-hmm. you let it get to that point where you have to—you owe the IRS money. I mean, you're pretty much in trouble when you reach that point because you're either facing paying off the IRS or risk the run the risk of going to jail and pay for it there yeah i mean that's for you to let it let it to get to that point that's uh that's not very smart it says here uh mayweather he he's he's earned approximately within his 49 professional 495 professional career uh he's earned about 700 million dollars in total and uh, so he's going to make another 150 million or so so he, so by the end of this fight in august he's going to be he's going to have over a, over 850 million dollars <clears throat> made in his fighting career which is he's he's just under a billion dollars can you imagine from, that from this fight well he no no, no so he, he's or just overall <clears throat> overall he, okay. he he's um overall he's earned 700 million dollars in throughout his entire 49 fight professional career um but you know he's going to make another 150 million or so with this fight so that's going to bring up to after august after his fight in august with mcgregor uh he's going to be somewhere around the 850 million dollar mark throughout his entire 49 fight professional career of of earned money um so at that point he's, he's going to be just a, you know he's only going to be about 100 million 150 million off from having a billion dollars throughout his professional career randy i'd say we're in the wrong line <laughs> of business can you imagine i wonder i wonder if he's going to fight again after uh mcgregor or if this is going to be the if this is it um but if, if he, he fights again then i'm pretty sure he'll hit the billion dollar fight or the billion dollars by his next fight if he wins this fight which i'm pretty sure he will i yeah. think this is it for him i think, think this so. is the last the last i guess last hurrah as they say yeah of him because i mean if he wins let's say he wins that's it you got nothing else to prove yeah you can go on and say yeah you know i'm the best you know yeah. i even beat what's his name the top guy in the ufc yeah I'm the best, and you could just retire with a solid fifty and zero, and yeah, fifty and zero. Pay the IRS, and I mean, just live the rest of your life. Be a trainer, or do whatever you want to do. Yeah, with what 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 you earn. Man, that's I mean, a lot. I don't of blame the guy for living his his uh, very uh, what do you call it? Lavish lifestyle. Lavish lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I mean, you, you do what you want, man. It's your money, and at the end of the day, you know, if you can sleep well at night you know that thing that's all that matters yeah yeah so you know i think we're all we're all in it to win it as they say not to be sound cliche or anything but as far as as far as him uh as far as him 
going the route of other boxers, I'm, and I'm pretty sure he's been smart about it too. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, you you see all the tragic all the tragic stories from the from the past, you know, Mike Tyson and all that, and you say to yourself, how how do you let it to get to that point yeah. where you're pretty much broke and you don't, you know, you have to go on tour or have to do something to make yeah. uh to make what you lo- what you lost to earn back what you lost yeah that's uh, probably one of the reasons he's he agreed to to this fight with mcgregor is because he uh you know he knows he owes a shitload of money to the irs so he's like man let me let me let me go ahead and uh, fight this guy here and um make my 100 million 150 million help pay off his uh his back taxes and then he's gonna have to pay off more taxes again so he's He's gonna. He's, I mean, he's 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 gonna be paying a lot of money for this for this fight. But uh, but yeah, man, it's uh, it's a lot of money, dude. I mean, for for a professional fighter to make close to a billion dollars throughout his professional fighting career, that's that's insane, man. That's a that's that, most companies don't even make that kind of money, you know. So that's that's a uh, that's a lot of money just from being a fighter. So. Did you ever consider? Have you ever considered uh, becoming a professional boxer? Uh, no, I actually, I, I almost became, well, I, I did Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu for, for a little while. Um, and, uh, I did that for like, for like a year, but, um, definitely never wanted to do anything serious with it. I mean, I just kind of, I got into, uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu just for fun. Um, but it wasn't anything I really wanted to take seriously because I know you could definitely get hurt pretty badly doing, uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, um, if you, uh, you know, if you start getting into competitions and stuff like that, um, it could get pretty nasty. You get some pretty nasty injuries, but, uh, never, def- definitely never crossed my mind at all. Um, it's just too, uh, too, too much, too, you're, you're, just, you're too much prone to injury. Um, you know, it's, it's a lot, it takes up a lot of your time. So I just wouldn't do it, but I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll get back into Brazilian just to, again, just to do it for fun. Uh, but definitely not as a professional career. I might even do competitions for fun, just just to just to do it, you know, for a little while and just to do it for fun. But not, definitely nothing professional. Um, I'm already twenty. I'm gonna be twenty seven in November, so my professional career w- wouldn't wouldn't last that long, anyways. Um, if I could ever get to that level, which I doubt. But uh, fighting is not my thing. I think my thing is probably entrepreneurship, being behind a computer. <laughs> you know, you made a you made the right choice. Yeah, I know, right. Because for the sake of my and of my health yeah and we're not just when we're breaking down breaking down these fights and talking about uh ufc and mma we're not just we're not just you know talking out of our ass here i mean we both i mean i practice i've been practicing jiu-jitsu for better part of almost a year on and off you know not very as consistent as i wanted to be yeah but we both understand what what it takes to actually train granted we've never been in competition before yeah which is something that i also wanted to start doing yeah but we you kind of have an idea of what it takes to train yeah a sport like that yeah because there's times where and this is just the truth i mean sometimes i wake up and i'm like man i don't feel like going to train today yeah and it's like they say it's the day that you should go train on the days that you really don't want to go train go train yeah so and usually i've made the right decision about going to train yeah said day and you know i'm feeling better about it yeah 
But I mean, you, I do understand the level of commitment that it takes to train a uh, sport like jujitsu or even boxing for that matter. Yeah. I mean, we've at, when you're at the elite level, you're training two times a day for almost a full week, I'd say. Oh yeah, for sure. So it's not, it's not to say, you know, oh, I'm going to fight. I'm going to be a boxer. You yeah, really have to be in it. <clears throat> it's not that easy for the love of the sport. And you have to also be very realistic about it. You can't go in, you know, I can't wake up one day and say, okay, I'm going to, you know, fight for the UFC. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, I think I have a better chance now of fighting in Bellator, now that that's kind of taken off. Bellator, yeah. Bellator. But I can't just wake up one day and say, okay, I'm going to be a mixed martial artist. I'm going to fight for the UFC. Well, you know, what's... uh. What are your, I guess, credentials? What's mm-hmm. your track record? Yeah. What an a inconsistent uh, white belt, uh, <laughs> yeah, inconsistent white belt training uh, level of jujitsu. That's yeah, not yeah. gonna cut it. <laughs> yeah. No, you get mopped the floor. Granted, I could probably fight somebody like CM Punk, but CM Punk, he's gonna be a white belt for life, anyways. Is he a white belt? He, I think he earned, uh, I think he only has one stripe under his okay. white belt. Oh, cool. That's under, I think under Henner, Henner Gracie. I got two stripes, so I might be able to beat him. I got no stripes, so you can literally kick my ass at this point. <laughs> How long yeah. has it been since you last trained? Uh, that one time we went together. Um, when was it? The that was like last year, wasn't it? Team training? Wow, it's almost yeah. a year already. Over a year, yeah. Wow. It's amazing how time <clears throat> flies by. Yeah. I'm just trying to make it a habit of, of actually training more and it's just and i don't want to use i don't want to use the excuse of you know work and all but it's kind of hard to schedule that around yourself i mean if you're not gonna if you're for me right now it's kind of like a i do it as kind of like a blowing off steam type of hobby yeah at least going once or twice a week is good enough for me now if i were to get really serious about it and actually start training and competing i'd probably be living there for that matter yeah but like we were like i was saying before you can't just wake up one day and and say hey i'm gonna i'm gonna start i'm gonna fight for the ufc well okay so you're gonna quit your job with benefits and mind you that some people actually go ahead and do that but you really have to be very realistic about it i've read the statistic Mm -hmm. of running running backs in the the nfl Mm -hmm. they only last for about three years can you believe that NFL players? No, I didn't uh, realize that. Running backs. Oh, running back. Oh, yeah, man. All the damage they take. In just three, I was listening to. I don't know if you've listened to it, but um, Arian Foster was on Joe Rogan's podcast a couple I, months oh, ago. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. That was pretty good. That was pretty good podcast. So yeah, and he's like, yeah, I'm. Rogan was like, how old are you? And he's like, yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm 30 years old. I'm like, wait, you're 30 and you're already retired from the NFL? How's that work? Yeah. But yeah, that's just the that's just the lifespan of a of a running back. Yeah, three years. Just three years. Yeah, and after that, you just I guess just try to figure out what you're gonna do then. Yeah, man, I think I heard the statistic somewhere that um, most NFL players, like within the first uh, couple of years, I think it's within like the first five years or so of them retiring from the NFL, they get like. Um, they lose pretty much most of the money. They actually end up going bankrupt a lot of times, which is insane. Um, they, uh, 
you know, they just they keep on spending. Like they they have the exact same spending habits they did when they were making all that money, and then after they retire from the NFL, they're still they're still at that same level of a lifestyle, I guess. So I think the statistic is like eighty percent of of um, of most NFL players actually end up going broke within about five years after retirement from the NFL. I'm like, man, that's that's insane. Most people, I mean, they just don't know how to manage their money. They don't know what to put their investments in. They're just blowing it, you know, blowing it at the club, blowing it on, on sports cars and, and stupid and shit. And that's what I was going to ask you. What does that all go back towards to? And you hit it right on the head. Money, uh, money management. Yeah. It's very, and it always goes, I always go back to what my dad tells me. He's like, man, these guys just don't know how, they're not, not to say they're not educated, but they're really not educated in, in money management. Because you have people left and right telling them, yeah, you know, buy this big house or buy these Ferraris, buy the Porsches, yeah. uh, buy the Rolexes. And you're just throwing it left and right. And when you have no money coming in, you know, being generated from somewhere else, you have yeah. no income, then how are you going to pay it all off? You're going to have to end up having to sell it all back. Yeah, yeah. And you see it in movies all the time. They, you know, Rocky's a great example of him living, living the good life. Yeah. Before you know it, he, I mean, he's champion of the world. And before you know it, someone else comes in and takes the title away from him. And yeah. And just down in the dumps and you have somebody apparently got a hold of his, his accounts and then just drained them all from all of his money. Yeah. And so what ended up happening was like you said, like you said, um, <clears throat> you had. I lost my train of thought here. You had. Uh, <clears throat> so you had him having the big mansion, having the Lamborghini. Yeah. To him having the auction off everything that he had that he had bought in the first place. Yeah. And so. Really had to go back to move into his the old house that they lived in and. He was pretty much done by that point. Yeah. I mean, you're, and it all ties back together to this fight. Yeah. You have, when you're at the top of your game, you're in your prime. Yeah. You have all these people left and right telling you, you're the best, you're the best. That does something to you. Yeah. They bl- that blows up your head pretty quick. I mean, you've seen it happen to all the greats, Mike Tyson, Ronda Rousey. Yeah. And look what happened. They all got their heads almost knocked off off their, uh, they almost got their heads knocked off. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. Right. And, um, I mean, it just, it just have to be really careful as far as, and you know, I might not have that much experience as far as working, but I do have an understanding of what it is to pay bills and, uh, to be able to manage your money, to pay those bills. Just to kind of sacrifice, hey, you know, let's say I'm a big uh, concert goer. Let's say this band's coming to town. Well, I could either buy the tickets, knowing the fact that I'm going to take that hit for that paycheck, and then just have to kind of work my way around it. Or I could just save my money and just, you know, skip skip going to that. Yeah. There's just a lot of lot of factors that go into play as far as managing your money and things of that nature. Yeah, yeah. But going back to this fight, I mean, it's it's a big money fight. I just I just saw this on online maybe a couple minutes ago. Mm-hmm. 
about the price of the pay-per-view. I know a lot of people were, were saying, oh, the, this fight's going to be $100. In fact, it is going to be $100. Yeah. So who's to say that, you know, oh, it's too expensive. Well, then don't buy it. Go watch it somewhere. Yeah. I'm willing to spend the 100 bucks and just watch the fight. I mean, it's, granted, it's going to be a, a freak circus. How much are the fights usually? I mean, what they what do they usually go for? Because I know they're definitely not a hundred bucks. Usually they run around about maybe I want to say sixty dollars. Okay. Because I pay sixty five for for the UFC pay per views uh-huh. to watch them at home. Um, I enjoyed going to watch them, uh, Twin Peaks and all that because you spend less and you get to eat some good food. But there's just something about watching it at the comfort of your own home. Yeah. That, I mean, you don't have to, if you want to drink, you can just drink at home. Yeah. Usually they run about 60 to 70. And sometimes I hear, you hear people complain, well, you know, that was a really, the, the card sucked and I can't believe I spent this much money on it. And well, and what do you expect? You never know what's going to happen. Yeah. With the with these pay per views. Yeah, yeah. So I'd figured, hey, I'm gonna I'll buy the pay per view. If it sucks, it sucks. If it doesn't, okay then. I mean what what else do you want? It's like you're damned if you do or you're damned if you don't. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, hundred bucks, man. They're gonna be like I said, they're gonna be making a lot of money for this fight. Whole are you lot gonna, of money. Are you gonna buy the pay per view? No, definitely not. No. <laughs> I, w- I would rather go watch it somewhere. Um, if, if, I'm I mean, able, if I'm able to buy it, I'm going to go ahead and buy, buy it, it. And I'll just invite you guys over to watch it. <clears throat> I'll take the hit. You'll say, all right, that works. <laughs> I'll, if, cover the, I'll cover the beer. <laughs> and if not, I'll just, uh, we'll just go somewhere to watch it. But I'm yeah. definitely going to be watching it. Everybody's going to be watching this fight. Yeah. Whether you're a UFC fan or not, whether you're a boxing fan or not. Yeah. People are going to be watching and the outcome, hey, McGregor already wins, whether he wins or loses the fight. Yeah. If he wins, he win. He goes out on top and says, hey, you know, I beat, I beat the best in the world and I'm the best. And he can either decide to retire from the UFC or come back to the UFC and fight what I think is going to be the big money fight for the UFC, which is a trilogy fight between him and Nate Diaz. Mm. Yeah. He hasn't fought in a while, huh? Diaz? Diaz, yeah. yeah his last fight was against McGregor, the, the rematch. Yeah. And he he went on to, he went on record saying that he doesn't want to fight anybody other than McGregor. Wow. Because he knows. Yeah. He's, he's a smart dude. People might look at him and say, you know, he's just a, he's just a, non-educated gangster wannabe yeah but hey he's a he's a smart dude he manages his money very well yeah he says you know that's the only fight i want mcgregor diaz the trilogy yeah did you happen to watch any of the i don't think you were able to you watched any of the fights this past weekend did you this past weekend no i didn't didn't get a chance to watch any of them uh you yeah well they they canceled the the Nunez Shevchenko rematch. Oh yeah, you told me that. Yeah, she apparently pulled out because she wasn't feeling well. Uh huh. 
So, and a lot of people, of course, is the internet. People are always going to talk trash. People started trashing her saying, you know, you're not a, you're not a, if you really wanted this fight, you would have, you know, just fought and you would have just uh, gone through with it. Yeah. But people don't, don't understand. It's it's And it's always the people that are always going to talk shit. The people that don't know how to fight. Yeah. Have never fought in their lives. Have never trained. Yeah. N- nothing but keyboard warriors. <laughs> yeah. Always trashing people and all oh, the Okay, you got to understand. If you're not feeling well, she was medically cleared to fight. Uh-huh. She just wasn't feeling well. Uh-huh. So I was listening to an interview Dana White did. I think it was I think it was a press conference that they did afterwards. He was saying if she doesn't want to fight, I'm not going to force her to fight. <clears throat> yeah. So even if she's medically cleared, what was wrong with her? How come she didn't fight? Like what was what was the deal? What was the issue? So apparently the cause was she was having severe sinusitis hmm. for like the whole week. Yeah. And she, I think they administered some antibiotics. Yeah. And she was cleared. She was good to go. Yeah. But I don't think, I think it was more of a mental thing. I don't think she was really a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be either. I wouldn't even dare. I would have just been, Hey, you know, I have a headache today. I'm not going to fight. Yeah. <laughs> I would have just backed out. <laughs> man, I've been having sinus for the past like week and a half, man. <clears throat> still, still getting over it. Um, not as bad as it, as it was a couple of days ago, but oh, dude, sinus sucks, man. <laughs> I hear you. Man. I hate I, it. I I don't know if you can tell my voice, but I still still have it a little bit too. Yeah, no, I but can definitely relate. Having gone through, having doing been doing immunotherapy for a couple of years now, yeah, it seems to work wonders for me. I highly recommend it for anybody. Who's how, does, how does that work actually? So what, what do you what did it do to you? So you go to you go to an allergy clinic. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can go to the one I go I've to. I've never been to one. Yeah. Uh, you can actually request to make an appointment and just kind of give them give them a little brief rundown of your situation. Yeah. If it's, you know, if it's gotten to the point where you get sick a lot and it's been happening a lot. Yeah. Or you had a history of it. Yeah. So they'll kind of go through what their options are. They end up testing you, mm-hmm. which they'll start uh, pricking some needles and... At first, I think it's the first time they do it. Is I think it's on your back. Mm-hmm. And recently, the last two tests I've had, I've had done, they've been on my arms where they actually inject your arms mm-hmm. a couple times. Yeah. And they can actually see like the reactions on your arms. Yeah. And from there, they base it off of what you're allergic to. So they have like a little, I guess, chart or whatever. Yeah. That actually details that further. Yeah. They run those tests and then they're able to tell you what you're allergic to interesting if you're allergic to like me for example i'm allergic to heavily allergic to dust mites Mm -hmm. ragweed and tree pollen Mm -hmm. and that's all that always used to kill me every time the season would roll roll around yeah so i started doing that it starts off two injections a week you can actually you can administer them yourself yeah which is a bit harder or you can actually go to the place and they'll just do it there in less than a minute or two. Where do you? Um, is it? Is it just like a regular? Is it? Is it a shot or? Yeah, it's an injection. It's like it a with a needle. With the needle. Yeah. So it just depending on the severity of your, of your allergies. Yeah. I've gotten to a point where it's like the whole syringe. Yeah. That they inject with me every week. So. Yeah. They'll. 
do two times a week for maybe a couple weeks. Yeah. One week will be one arm and then the other arm and it just goes back and forth like that. They keep track of what arm. Yeah. It's next. So it's got to that point. I've been doing it for I did it for for maybe a couple years when I was younger. Yeah. Matter of fact, they still have my my old record. Yeah. From when I first started going there. So and, and it's worked wonders for me. I would probably only get sick maybe once once or twice a year from from that. Yeah. So that's good. I highly recommend it for anybody who's suffering with those uh, severe allergies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I just started getting mine. I never I used to never have allergies, man. And then um, I think it's probably last uh, I don't know maybe three four years I started started develop, developing them. Um, it sucks. <laughs> I mean, I actually, I mean, I don't even get them that often. I only get them maybe once a year, actually. So it's not bad for me. Uh, but I, you know, I, I, I never got it. Like I, I would just never have them. And then now, now I usually get them around this time, usually once a year for the past, I don't know, like I said, three or four years already. Um, but yeah, it sucks, dude. Um, never been to an allergy clinic. So that was, that was pretty interesting. Might have to check into that. Right. And you're in, if you have insurance, uh, it actually, it's actually covered like mine mm-hmm. everything's covered so i really no, you don't pay anything i don't pay anything no, that's awesome that. yeah so usually at times they'll get a, a statement in the mail like i owe this much yeah but it's very everything's covered oh, that's awesome so that's the yeah. benefits of actually having insurance and going through with all that stuff which yeah. comes back full circle you know if you're thinking about becoming an mma fighter or mm-hmm. a boxing nothing against that just be very realistic about what you're trying to achieve yeah the same way goes for a musician if you not in it for the love of the sport or the love of of music Mm -hmm. don't do it yeah i've considered it many times and every time i back out because i'm like you know what that's not really long term it's not it doesn't make sense Mm -hmm. i mean i'm I'm barely making it now with a full-time job (laughs) (laughs) yeah so it's just something I have my options open as far as uh, jujitsu and all that stuff, you know. A uh, bucket list, uh, as far as having things on my bucket list, I would like to actually have an MMA fight in the near future. That'll be interesting. Really, like a like a legit professional MMA fight or amateur MMA fight? Could be amateur. I mean, I'd be yeah. satisfied with that. Yeah. So just kind of crazy thing to cross off my bucket list. That's pretty crazy, lot, dude. I know a lot of people have their things where you know i'm gonna go skydive or i'm yeah. gonna go uh i don't know what what is the people do with bucket list nowadays i really don't keep track of that <laughs> yeah that skydiving <laughs> skydiving bungee jumping bungee jumping riding a horse i don't know yeah how about this <clears throat> fighting an amateur mma fight how about that yeah uh, that'll trump anybody's bucket list <laughs> so what have, so what have you done oh you know i i fought for, i fought amateurly one time yeah it was no big deal. I lost in like 30 seconds. In 30 seconds, got my ass kicked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got so KO'd. I got <laughs> heavily TKO'd. Yeah. I had to take me to the hospital because I wouldn't wake up. Oh, shit. Before you know it, I woke up. And yeah. My speech was severely impacted. Yeah. I, I'm in the wheelchair now, but it was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, I'm really looking forward to this fight. Uh, yeah. Before we uh, actually... Um, cut this off we're running about up to an hour now i really want to keep it under an hour yeah yeah up to an hour but i mean it's gonna be a it's gonna be an interesting fight of mm-hmm. it's gonna be a once in a lifetime once in a lifetime deal yeah um if i'm if i'm a betting man and i am gonna bet on this fight yeah 
I'm betting Mayweather 100%. Oh yeah, I think I don't think I've I've, I've heard anyone saying that they're going to go for uh McGregor. I mean, not that they don't want to, but just I mean, I mean you can't you can't battle the facts of how how good of a fighter May- Mayweather is, so it's hard, man. <clears throat> but uh shit, man, I wish I wish McGregor the best. I, ho- I actually hope he wins, you know, that'd be awesome. But uh at the same time it'll also be cool if Mayweather gets that 50 and 0. I mean, that's that's pretty huge as well. So Either way, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be an awesome fight. Um, it's definitely definitely gonna be worth watching. So make sure you uh, you watch it in August or September, August, August, right? August, August, yeah, yeah. Twenty sixth. Um, yeah, definitely watch it, man. I mean, that's 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 gonna be a great fight to watch, even if you're not into boxing that much. I mean, that's man, that's gonna be a great. I mean, I'm not I'm not the biggest boxing fan. I, I only know who the top players are, boxers are, or whatever. But um, yeah, that's something you definitely don't want to miss. That's gonna be a hell of a fight, even. Even if McGregor gets his ass kicked, I mean, I think I think it's still going to be just a really interesting fight. Seeing an, uh, a professional UFC MMA fighter fighting against a professional boxing fighter, I think that's has. I don't even know if that's ever even been done in history. I don't, I don't even know, but I mean, it's it's going to be huge, as it's, as Donald Trump would say, it's going right. to be huge. Yeah, uh, fuck that guy. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> sorry about that, folks. <laughs> I mean, I just had to throw that in there. Yeah. But uh, as far as that happening before, I think it's only happened. Like I mentioned that one time uh-huh. when Randy Couture fought uh, James Tony. Yeah. But this was in the UFC. It wasn't like an actual, like an actual MMA fight. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, boxing fight. Excuse me. Yeah. But yeah, it's like you said, uh, it's a once in a lifetime thing. And you're going to see start seeing this trend. Uh-huh. You're going to start seeing this trend of people of... Um, MMA fighters wanting to fight, uh, fight in boxing fights. Yeah, and I've already, he- I've already heard, um, I've already heard people, you know, st- starting those uh, rumors and whatnot. But I mean, whatever, whatever makes you happy, man. If you want to go full fledged boxing, go for it. Yeah. But before we wrap up, man, I want to just kind of cover as to kind of like the state of MMA, and I know. We- probably going to cover it in, in about less than 10 minutes or, yeah or, but if we go stretch stretch the mark really doesn't matter but um i've noticed recently a lot of fighters that used to fight in the ufc are jumping over to bellator really just yeah. today i i was reading that uh gaygard musasi recently signed i think it was like a six year uh, not a six year a six fight contract with the bellator interesting yeah and you start noticing that more and more. I don't know if you saw the highlights for for Bellator, the big New York City card that they had a couple of weeks ago. Uh-huh. No, but it was it was a big deal, man. I I was really I was all in for this card. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw that they were selling it on on the PlayStation Four app, where you can actually buy it and then stream it from there. So mm-hmm. I said, you know what, I'm gonna buy it. Yeah. So I went ahead and bought it, and it was a I mean, it was a great card. You had, you had uh, Chael Sonnen fighting Vanderlei Silva as the main event. You had Matt Mitrione fighting Fedor. I think it was that was the the co-main event. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there was a couple of the fighters underneath. Uh, I'm not, I think one of the Gracies fought mm. against uh, some other guy. Mm. And uh, but I'm starting to see that more and more. UFC fighters, for formerly from the UFC, are jumping over to Bellator and signing better contracts. 
Why is that? You think better pay or mostly just better that fights? better pay? I've, yeah. I've actually read more into this, where you have people and a lot of people, Benson Henderson, Rory McDonald, uh, Ryan Bader. Yeah, who's the the guy? Uh, the guy with the big beard, uh, Roy Nelson. Roy Nelson, yeah. He just signed with Bellator. Mike Goldberg's at Bellator now. Yeah. Uh, Mauro Ranallo. Um, even Brendan Schaub doing a little commentary analysis on the side. Really? I didn't know that. Okay. But you have all these. Uh, Chel Sonnen, Vanderlei Silva, Fedor, mm-hmm. uh, Mitrione. I mean, that's a whole full-fledged roster. And I think uh, you got Gegar Mousasi now. Yeah. Here's the deal. As far as them jumping over to Bellator. Yeah. So this whole thing came about when, you know how back then, before the big Reebok merger in the UFC, Mm -hmm. fighters used to come out and they would wear like their sponsors and all that on Mm -hmm. their shorts. Yeah. And they'd have any type of sponsor. They'd have Under Armour, Nike, Affliction, Tap Out. Once they made that deal with with Reebok, that was pretty much all you could wear. That's yeah. pretty much your only choice source of income and choice from <clears throat> as far as sponsors, sponsors. go, which is yeah. Reebok. So let's say, okay, you sign a contract with the UFC. Okay, let's say Randy Canales is fighting for the UFC. Oh shit. That that'll be oh, that'll shit. be the day, huh? <laughs> so let's say, okay, Randy, we're signing you to what? Five let's say let's be realistic, maybe seven fight contract. Uh huh. Okay. You get that guaranteed, uh, I don't know. 20 what is, million. What is, what is the, <laughs> what's the payout rate for these for these fights? Usually maybe what, like 20, what, 20,000 a fight? Uh-huh. I mean, I think it just depends on, on the fighter. Yeah. Let's just say 20,000 a fight. Okay, 20 times 7, that's what, 740,000? Yeah. Roughly. Yeah. And then the Reebok... Uh, the Reebok kit deal will probably get you another what fifty thousand, but that's it. Sure. So let's say okay, that's all you're gonna make in a year, uh, close mm-hmm. to two hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. Minus taxes. Is, yeah, which is pretty much it's not bad mm-hmm. when you think about it, but you also got to think about your training camp and uh, all the stuff that you have to pay off as far as mm-hmm. your training camp, your coaches, managers. Mm-hmm travel travel so yeah i'd say realistically you're doing okay you're not a conor mcgregor yeah type of fighter yet yeah yet you're not at that level yeah whereas bellator comes in and they're like hey randy we'd like to offer you maybe double triple what the ufc is offering you yeah you get to pick your own sponsors and whatever money you make from that we don't touch it damn sounds like a good deal to me I mean, that's pretty much the whole... People are always mm-hmm. wondering, well, why are... What, oh, damn, everybody's going to Bellator now. Well, they're going to Bellator for a reason. I know yeah. before Bellator used to be looked at as kind of like the like the dinosaur league of <laughs> MMA. Yeah. But people... Are, Scott Coker, the president, is actually offering people some pretty good contracts. Yeah. And some pretty good money. I mean, people are noticing that they're being... Fighters are not being treated fairly in, in the UFC. Yeah. And that's... I mean, that's just the reality because, I mean, everybody wants to be in the UFC mm-hmm. if you're an MMA fighter. Yeah, the name, brand. And if 
you have and it's good to have competition on the side too because if you only have ufc Mm -hmm. that's where everybody's going to then well then you have no other options if you want to leave yeah whereas now you have something like bellator granted it's still not at that level yeah if you have something like bellator man you have you have a it's like a option b it's like a plan b hey Mm -hmm. i can go to bellator and get a better deal right right so it's uh man that's kind of like the where we're at as far as the state of mma and kind of like where things are headed i know you hear fighters going jumping from league to league Mm -hmm. but it's bound to happen i know now the only big name fight coming up is the john jones daniel cormier rematch Mm-hmm. Now that's a fight nobody can miss. Mm-hmm. That's a fight that you look at the promo, you're like, God damn! Yeah, that's uh, it, it got personal. That's where yeah. it's at right now. I actually haven't seen that promo. Interesting. It's uh, it's pretty cool, man. You actually have to check that out. Okay, yeah, definitely. So it's uh, that's uh, I guess I'll leave it, leave it at that as far as for MMA talk and just talk in general. Mm-hmm. I would really love to break down actually start breaking down these cards more often and these fights more often. Mm -hmm. I listen to the podcasts all the time that I listen to as far as uh, fight breakdowns and things like that. Yeah. And it's, uh, I think we can make this a, a pretty consistent, uh, pretty consistent uh, out, uh, what do you call it? Outdoing or Mm -hmm. endeavor as they would call it. Yeah. So, um, I'd really love to get together and uh, break down more of these fights and um, just to see what, what comes out of it. Yeah. Maybe recap some fights. Yeah. Uh, concerts, anything. Yeah. That's why I did this podcast. That's why I started it. Yeah. For just a, just as a hangout. That's in the name. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a, it's a, a lot of fun to do this, Randy. Uh, thanks for having me up at your at your office. Yeah. Well, not technically your office, but yeah, you are leasing it, so... I mean, you're technically, it's my office. Your little space right now, it is. Yeah, it's yeah. got nobody around here. Yeah, so. yeah. It's technically, my office. And it's not yeah. a. It's, uh, it's not a private office, but it's it's an office. <laughs> it's a, just a general like open co-working area. Yeah, we can actually rogue rogan it out and just go a full two hours. But I, I'm all of I'm out of ideas for right now, and I'm kind of uh, so tired. So am I, man. <laughs> it's kind of kind of late. <laughs> yeah, I'm wiped out too. So. Yeah. So. Thank you again for everybody that tuned in on Facebook Live. Uh, I know it's just a couple of people that tuned in live as of now. I will try to make more of these uh, breakdowns as I as I can going down the road and more of these podcast episodes um, for you to watch live at home. And you can always replay this these episodes on on Facebook Live if you want to go back and watch the video. Um, and again, I'm always pumping these episodes out on YouTube on my social media side so for anybody that's been tuning in i very greatly thank you i've talked to people that i know within my circle saying that you know hey i was listening to your podcast your episodes the other day and they're pretty good so mm, it's cool to kind of keep it up yeah keep uh keep on grinding man and that just motivates me more uh, even more to do more of these episodes more on a more consistent basis mm-hmm knowing the fact that people are listening because when i first started doing this i'm like man nobody's listening to this crap <laughs> yeah yeah but if you actually have a like a set a topic or you know a set uh, even a guest mm-hmm. that you want to interview or talk to that's always great because 
I mean, you look at me now, I have no notes on me whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I mean, the f- we can go off based of what you look up online, but even then, we're just having a conversation. Mm-hmm. I think the conversation flows best when you're just, you know, just having a r- regular conversation instead of just, okay, what do you think uh, McGregor's uh, record? Okay, you know, blah, blah, blah. That's boring. People tune out pretty quick from that. Yeah, yeah. Or when you're interviewing somebody, okay, tell me what it was like when, no, dude, just talk to the guy or talk to the the girl. Yeah. Just talk to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Randy, this was a lot of fun. We'd have to do it again sometime when we have free time. Yeah. Time permitting. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm down. So uh, thanks again for everybody out there and on Facebook tuning in live and for people listening on YouTube. Thanks again for tuning in. And if you, hey, if you want to be a guest on the show or want to come on the show or provide any type of feedback, hey, just hit me up. Just let me know. I'm op- I'm very open-minded to any new ideas. So anything you want to be interested in doing, just let me know and I'll see what we can work out. So this has been another episode of the Hangout Podcast with your hosts, uh, Juan Hernandez and Randy Canales. We'll see you soon.